I know self-publishing is not for everyone. Nothing is. But if you've considered self-publishing for even a minute, listen up, because I'm betting I know what's holding you back from exploring it further or getting started. Number one, you think the self-publishing process is a lot harder than it actually is. And number two, you're understandably afraid of doing it, air quote, wrong. So I've created a new free resource for you. It's called the Self-Publishing Starter Kit, and you can get instant access to it by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash self-publishing 101. In this free training, you'll discover the exact four steps to focus on and mistakes to avoid so you can publish an incredible book that's indistinguishable in quality from a New York Times bestseller without overthinking, overguessing, or overspending in areas that won't make a difference. Again, visit publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash self-publishing 101 to get instant access. Welcome to the Write the Damn Book Already podcast. My name is Elizabeth Lyons. I'm a five-time author, and I teach people how to write and publish powerful, thought-provoking nonfiction and memoir without overthinking or getting caught up in extreme overwhelm. Because your story and message matter, and it's about to become someone's very favorite resource. For more book writing, publishing, and how the heck do I move through this glitch tips and solutions, and plenty of free resources, visit publishaprofitablebook.com. Welcome, everybody. All right, this is going to be a fun one. I'm actually getting topics now from my clients, which I couldn't love anymore because it really speaks to the fact that we say things in our life that we just don't think are necessarily that big of a deal. And then when I'm in the midst of coaching or guiding or supporting or whatever word, my clients and they say, you should do a podcast on this. And I think, for really? And it's so the same when it comes to your book, because people will maybe say, you should add this to your book, or you should cover this in a book or in a speaking thing or write a post on this, whatever. And you think, for really? That that really was impactful to you? So pay attention to what other people are saying, guys, because it's where so much of the magic content lies. Now, this episode is sponsored by my program, Book Writing Made Simple. Today is September 28th, and for the next two days, so you've only got two more days to get in on this deal, but I am offering lifetime access to both the content and the coaching of Book Writing Made Simple for everyone who signs up by September 30th of 2022. After that, it is a 12-month program, which is still a ridiculous deal and opportunity. It's 12 months access to all of the content tactically, the tactical content, all of the downloads, all of the video trainings, et cetera, and to the private community of other authors, aspiring authors who are in the program, as well as to the monthly coaching and guidance sessions that we have collectively, which have been so incredible so far. So if you are looking to get your memoir or nonfiction book finally written so that it can get out into the world and either help you launch a new business, expand a current business, or just share your story so that you can help others by sharing your insights, experience, ideas, and stories 
I would love nothing more than to welcome you in to Book Writing Made Simple and give you the exact process that I have used to write now six books. I can finally say six. I'm so excited. I just finished book six last week and that I have helped countless clients uh, using the same process to get their books written. Plenty of people who have thought, gosh, I'm really, frankly, pretty good at what I do, but I just can't get this book thing done. What's the deal? And the deal really is that you just, it's just something you don't know how to do. There's no shame in that. Um, I have a process that takes you through the whole thing. And when there are moments, if there are moments when my process doesn't quite land, you know what? We're going to figure out a solution because my goal is your goal. And that is to write the damn book already. So today's topic is about a concept that I feel like we are avoiding sometimes. So this will resonate if you're writing a book. And frankly, even if you're not writing a book and you've just happened upon this podcast, I think this is going to resonate as well. So many times when I'm working with people and they're writing a book and so they've come out the other side, maybe they're not a hundred percent healed because for the record, you do not have to be 100% healed. I don't know that we ever are 100% healed to write a book. You just have to be healed enough that you can speak to your experience in a powerful way. You're not still navigating it and trying to figure it all out and analyzing and overthinking and therapizing and all the things. But so many times when people get to that stage, and if you're listening to this and if you're considering writing a book, I'm going to make the assumption and the argument that you're at that stage. Because when you're deep in the thick of the crap, you are not thinking, I think I want to write a book about this. I pro like no one's thinking that. When they're in the midst of it, it's once they've gotten to another side, not again, not a hundred percent, but you're all, you're over the midline of survival and et cetera, that you start to think, I think I want to tell some other people about this. I think I want to share my process and my perspective and, and how I guide other people and whatnot. Many times people will say, God, I'm so glad that I went through that because if I hadn't gone through that as awful as it was. I wouldn't be able to fill in the blank, right? I wouldn't be able to write the book. I wouldn't be able to speak on the stage. I wouldn't be able to speak to it on a podcast. I wouldn't be able to have the life I currently have. It doesn't even have to resonate. Like I wouldn't be able to be in the relationship I'm currently in. It doesn't have to be a professional accomplishment that you tie to. And so people will say, well, everything happens for a reason, which is a saying that I have grown to really dislike. And I understand wholeheartedly the intention behind it. I really do. No one who says that, and I've said it, and I probably will say it again without realizing it. No one who says it means anything. It does, it, it, we don't mean it as trite as it sometimes comes across to the receiver. And yet there's a piece of everything happens for a reason that I think we're missing. I don't think that everybody who goes through challenges, whether they're personal challenges, professional challenges, a combination thereof, gets to the other side of those challenges and thinks, okay, now I understand the reason why that happened. I don't, I just don't think that happens. And I think, unfortunately, some people, um, the, the challenges that they experience take them down a bad path a sorrowful path, a, a path from which there sometimes isn't a return. I think there's this piece about 
what we go through and what we grow through and the fact that we do grow through what we go through if we decide to, that isn't being talked about a lot. And that is that a lot of the time it comes down to how we decide to go through something. So whenever I have something occur in my life that is not pleasant, and it's pointless, by the way, to compare one person's challenges to another. It's, it's not fair to yourself to say, well, gosh, I mean, this is really challenging, but it could always be worse. It's, that's great for getting perspective. It's not great for guilting yourself or shaming yourself into this notion that you shouldn't be feeling badly about what you're feeling badly about because other people have it worse. Because yes, other people do and they always will. But you're also entitled to your own journey. And as I've said many times, I have watched people manage terminal illness diagnoses with more positivity and grace and acceptance than people who can't hit all the green lights on the way to Burger King. So it's like, who's living the worst life there? Like, that's the question, right? So a lot of it for me, when I go through something that's not particularly pleasant in the moment, right? When it happens, of course, I'm like, really? Like what in the actual? And then Shortly thereafter, I do my best to as quickly as possible say, okay, what's here for me? Because I don't believe that everything happens pointlessly. I I also don't necessarily believe, by the way, that the universe, we sometimes have a saying or or something we say, and I've said it. um, I said it in my last book and enough that sometimes when you make a declaration, I'm going to do this, I'm going to handle this differently, that the universe will put all the stuff in front of you that seems to challenge whether or not you're full of crap. And I do believe that on some level. And also, I believe that the universe, God's source, however, whatever you call your higher power, is far more benevolent than that. I believe that when you make a decision, the universe does start moving and it does conspire to move things in your favor in the direction in which you've decided that you want to go. So therefore, when we have moments, when we make a decision, I'm going to write the book, I'm going to take the job, I'm going to move across the country, I'm going to end the relationship, and we make the move, and then the universe seemingly puts something in front of us that causes us to say, well, the universe is really testing me, God's really testing me to see how serious I am. Maybe that's happening, and just maybe... Our human mind hasn't yet caught up to the spiritual decision that we made. And therefore, old habits, old thought processes are showing up. So when we say, I've decided I'm going to write the book. And four weeks later, something happens that feels like a true derailment. We can look at that in one of two ways. We can either say, well, the universe has decided to test whether or not I'm serious about this. And I've decided to say, yes, I am. And I'm going to move forward. And that's powerful. And we can also recognize that we aren't being challenged. We're always being fully supported. But our, our ego, our human brain, doesn't move anywhere near as quickly as the universe does. And so there's such a strong lag time there between 
the spiritual decision of I'm going to do this differently, or I'm going to make this decision, or I'm going to do this or that, and the human mind catching up. And so when those things happen that seem to throw a wrench in the plan that you've just declared, you know, I love it when we, we want the world to move so fast, right? Because we'll say, oh, I've, I've decided. And as the story goes, once you decide, the universe starts moving. That I fully 100,000%, even though you can't do it to that degree, agree with. I completely agree with that. And I recognize that I don't have a magic genie here. Snapping your fingers doesn't really work in the human world, in this, in this layer. And so while I make that declaration and things start swirling and, and turning and moving and pivoting and switching and flopping and all the things that they need to do to get everything in line, number one, give it a minute. Like it took me however many years to get myself into the current, whatever current thing I'm experiencing. So give it a minute. Number two, how much fun would that really be? I mean, listen, there are days when I'm like, wow, gosh, I'd love to be able to snap my fingers and X, Y, or Z happens. But if it were really that easy, wouldn't, I don't know about you, but number one, I would get real bored. And number two, talk about bright, shiny object. I'd be like, well, now I think I want this. Well, now I think I want this. The universe, we would totally switch roles because the universe would just be exhausted. And it would be, Elizabeth, we're done with you. We're moving on. You can't make up your mind. So A, the universe takes a minute to move things in. And B, your brain does not go quite as quickly. So things will pop up and thoughts will pop up and old habits will pop up. So don't kick yourself for that. Don't shame yourself for it. Don't guilt yourself for it. Don't beat yourself up for it. Notice it. Just observe it and go, oh, okay, this is an opportunity for my human brain to remind itself that I made a decision and we're going to move forward as though that decision is already here, has already happened. I'm going to behave, act, think, do as I would if that thing had already proven itself you know, to show up because it's on its way. So much easier said than done. I can't even tell you. And I have a great example that I, I smile every time I think about this and I've only known about it for a few weeks. I have a really good friend who runs a business that is pretty incredible and has been growing and growing and growing and growing. And from the outside looking in, it's like, man, this thing just grows and grows and grows and just gets more incredible every quarter, basically. The last six months behind the scenes have been what can only be referred to as a shit show in a dumpster fire. It has like been a collective amalgamation of honestly almost every personal and professional tragedy and hiccup that could happen in a a person's life who's running a business. And while navigating all of this, there are a couple of different, well, there's really two. There are two main ways to go about this. One is to be in a constant state of, well, I just got hit again. The universe hates me. Oh my God, why me? Why this? Why now? What the hell? 
and just crumple and complain and maybe just outright quit. The other option is to say, okay, not understanding what is going on here, but I'm determined to figure it out and move through it. And that's what my friend always does and did in this situation as well. And what has been so interesting is that this friend of mine had an interview last week for something that would be very, very beneficial for the business. And therefore, it's something that my friend really wants to, to, come, to come through, to happen. And a question was asked, there was a, a panel of, of people asking you know, questions, it was, it was an interview of sorts, and a question was asked about what, okay, but, like all of this sounds great, but what would happen, we're a little nervous, what would happen if, if something happened to you and, you know, would this whole thing crumple and would all of our money, because there was a lot of money on the line here, would all of our money just be wasted because the whole thing would, would crumble like a house of cards in a swimming pool on a raft? And my friend, and I, every time I imagine it, because I can imagine it happening, I just smile because my friend smiled. And I'm sure that the panel thought, why are you smiling? But the reason said friend was smiling was because in that instant, there was a recognition of not why everything had happened. That wasn't it. But it was a recognition that the way my friend decided to handle everything that happened led to the moment where the answer could be, if I got hit by a bus, metaphorically speaking, tomorrow, everything would be fine. And I know this because basically I've been being hit by bus after bus after bus, metaphorically, for six months. And everything is okay. Behind the scenes, there are a few typhoons and tornadoes going on. But from the outside and from the the actual growth, it's still on track. And that, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Because it's not about everything happens for a reason. Oh, I understand now why I went through this horrible thing that I'm now going to write about. Oh, I understand now why I, and I, and I've worked with authors who have survived domestic violence who have dealt with addiction, who have survived suicide attempts and helped others who have attempted suicide. I mean, we're talking hard things here. And I am so grateful and blessed to not have had any of those things happen in my own life. So I will be the last person to say, well, gosh, I'm, you know, clearly there was a reason for this. They're not saying that either. That's the beauty of it. It's like, To be able to look at everything that you've experienced, either in your personal life or your professional life, you know, the the horrible downturns in your career that you never could have anticipated, the investors who backed out, the the, uh, employees who quit, the partners who screwed you over, whatever, professional partner or personal, to have been able to navigate that and not just say, well, it happened for a reason, but the way that I chose 
to navigate it, even if that's after spending two weeks in bed, fine, fair, understandable. The way I chose to ultimately rise up and navigate this and be determined not to let this get in the way and to, and to keep moving with the universe and to keep trusting that everything is lining up and I just got to kind of catch up and keep doing my part. That is what leads to the moment when you can write the book that says, if I can do it, you can do it too. Because all it is, is a decision. So all anyone is really saying is, if I can make the decision, even after two weeks in bed, even after needing to go dark for three days off all social media, whatever, if I can make the decision to keep going and get to this place where I can write about it in an empowering, powerful, thought-provoking, impactful way, So that hopefully one person can take some insight, some lesson, some quote, some something from this, and it'll keep them moving forward and making the decision that because I didn't quit, they're not going to quit. That is the most magical thing ever. And it, for me, it takes all these trite little sayings like, well, everything happens for a reason or there's a purpose unto everything. Like it takes, and I'm not, I'm not saying that anything in the Bible is trite. No one attack me. But I'm just saying that it takes all of those little things that we say and we don't really think about them. And then also it takes the other component where we go, well, I made a decision. I did all the things that all the spiritual people are telling me to do. I made a decision because they said the universe is going to move, but the universe isn't really, doesn't seem to be moving. So what am I doing wrong? You're not doing anything wrong. You are not doing anything wrong. Stick with that decision. Keep moving and keep observing what, where your human brain is just lagging. It's just like, Just like my laptop that like cannot ever keep up no matter how many times I upgrade it. Within three months, the thing is lagging. Yes, it's a Mac. Yes, I'm sure it's my own problem. I'll deal with it. I'll figure it out. Probably got too many pictures on there. But I hope that serves as some further encouragement about how we can use some of these, how we can allow some of these sayings that we keep hearing that are just starting to feel like they're falling on deaf ears because it's like, no. Like, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear that everything happens for a reason anymore. I want to feel empowered to say, where is the opportunity for me here? And what am I going to decide? So I hope that has been helpful. And if you've enjoyed this episode, of course, I invite you to follow or subscribe, share it out with someone else who you feel it would uplift today. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, this is your friendly reminder to follow or subscribe, leave a quick review, and share it with someone you know has a great story or message, but isn't sure what to do next. Also, remember to check out publishaprofitablebook.com for book writing resources and tips, and to see all the ways we can work together to get your book out into the world. Again, thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk with you again soon.